Hello and welcome to another edition of, uh, another edition, another episode actually of The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. I am your host, Blaine Bartlett. And um, folks, you know, I was you know, on a uh, podcast just recently with Grant Cardone and marketing was the topic. And just, you know, man, I'll just net it out, but the, the, you know, the conversation essentially came down to most businesses don't have a bloody clue about what it means to market themselves. And this is particularly true with small and uh, mid-sized businesses. And so I got pretty curious about how I could address that because the soul of your business needs to be expressed. And in that expression, that's how you actually get customers to come in and work with you. How do you, how, how do you actually make that visible, that soul of your business, that unique thing that sets you apart? So uh, today's guest is Nicole Zeno. And I, I absolutely love her story because it kind of matches mine a little bit here. Um, she's the uh, CEO and founder of a company called Clever Cow Media. And I, you know, just, you know, the, the name itself, I'm going to, we're going to actually unbundle that one a little bit. Um, but her yeah, family started uh, a business in the basement of their house. Yeah. And my dad was a serial entrepreneur. So both of us got bit pretty early on with this entrepreneurial bug and, there's an illusion that's embedded in entrepreneurship and it has to do with freedom. I'm going to be my own boss and I'm going to just kind of be out there and uh, I've got to have the world at my, you know, the world will be my oyster and life will be grand. That isn't the way that most entrepreneurs experience it at three o'clock in the morning when they wake up going, Oh my God, we can't make payroll um, or nobody's buying um, so this, this question of marketing, how do we bring revenue in? Um, Clever Cow Media is a fascinating little boutique marketing uh, agency. And I'm going to say boutique marketing agency because they're not a huge behemoth at all. Um, they were founded by Nicole Zeno, as I mentioned. And Nicole is, um, yeah, well, the Phoenix Business Journal called her uh, one of the 40 under 40 uh, you know, rock stars out there. Uh, she was an SXSW Interactive Award finalist. A top 100 marketing leader by Marsum. You know, just kind of on and on and on. Her pedigree is, is pretty impressive for somebody her age. And the uh, the group of people that she's assembled, her team is just stellar. So with that kind of introduction piece here, I want to welcome Nicole. And we're going to have, I think, a really interesting conversation about marketing for small and mid-sized businesses. Nicole, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for that introduction. I, I think I need you to come uh, to all my events and introduce me. <laughs> I'd be very happy to, <laughs> for sure. So I, I touched a little bit on how you got into you know, your own business. You know, you, you kind of got bit by the bug you know, when you were early. Um, the one thing that's always struck me about um, businesses in general, but small businesses in particular, is that they were found, you know, they're, they're founded by, you know, obviously an entrepreneur, somebody that... Uh, had an idea. There's this little spark. And in my language and in the way that I reference it, that's the, the spirit or the soul of the business waking up and going, hey, over here, I've got something I want to share. And then they build a business and they try to get that out there. Uh, it ends up becoming a slog for a lot of people. When you hear the term the soul of business, and I want to you know, address this slog issue in just a minute here, but when you hear the term the soul of business, what does that bring up for you in your experience, both personally, but also in the clients that you work with? 
Yeah. So I have, like you said, a long experience of being um, a founder. I was a startup founder. I have multiple exits. I worked in small business. My parents um, started and grew a small business uh, back in New York where I grew up. And I saw really early on what one small business, the impact it could have on a community, not just my family, but the employees' families, the community that um, the money was going back into, right? All of this, these pieces. And I think that the soul of business is really what you just talked about. I call it the why. Um, and it's what makes businesses authentic and what marketers like latch on to, right? And I think that that's that um, the hard part of entrepreneurship and building those businesses is when you kind of lose that why, right? We all went into entrepreneurship. We all started a business because we had a moment that we saw something we can change in the world or some sort of freedom we can give ourselves and our employees and um, our families, right? Whether that's financial, um, whether that's nonprofit, whether, whether that is solving a problem for other people. Um, so they didn't have to have the problem we had, right? Yeah. And so often we get, you know, sucked into this. We have to make money. We have to build new products. And we lose that why. We lose that soul. And it becomes this grind. And in a year, two years down the line, when we, like, look back and see why are we feel, you know, generally it's at the moment where we're deciding whether we pivot or go find a job, right? Is this something we, are we really supposed to be entrepreneurs? Um, in that moment, we realize that we really lost what that why is. And so one of the things that we do is, although we're technically a marketing, and I put that in quotes, marketing, um, you know, agency and, and company, is we look at how does marketing fit into a business holistically, right? Because if you don't have that mission, right, it's not just putting social media posts on a calendar. It's how does that social media post tell a story that brings you back to that why? And um, really, that's the soul of business for me. Yeah, bringing it back to the why. That's, yeah. Yeah, when people get burned out or would, you know, actually when employees fire a company and go somewhere else, uh, and, and that's what they do. They fire the company. The meaning has been lost in what it is that we're doing. <clears throat> and if things are meaningful, I will stay, you know, I'll, I'll engage. I mean, if it's meaningful to me, I'm going to, I'm going to show up. You know, before we started the episode or before I push start and record here, um, you, you made a comment that I was particularly struck by, and it had to do with the nature or, or the distinction between reactive marketing and proactive marketing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I can speak to this personally where, you know, early on in my career, a lot of my uh, quote unquote marketing efforts came as a consequence of looking up one day and going, uh oh, <laughs> and then I, be I better do something. So it was a reactive response that didn't lend itself to the kind of success that I had envisioned. What how do you work with this distinction, first of all, and then, you know, we'll talk about the proactive piece, because I think that's really where the rubber meets the road in a very relative and uh, re yeah. uh, 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 useful way. Yeah, you said something that, you know, hits the nail on the head, right, which is most people think about marketing after they look up, it's maybe three years down the line, you know, generally you open a shop or you open, a, a, you, you launch a product and you're going to get some sales right in the beginning. And a lot of small companies, what they find is they see some success. 
So they're like, why do I spend money on marketing? I'm seeing success. And then all of a sudden they see the downturn from that success, right? And they try everything and they do everything. And then they come to us or a company like us really late. Um, I generally see that SMBs start thinking about marketing about six months later than they should have. Um, and even we work, I mentor uh, startups, uh, both with the Arizona Commerce Authority and on my own and um, founders. And they a lot of times don't think about what their go to market plan is until after they have their funding. How can you ask for funding if you don't know how much it's going to cost because you don't know what the plan is, right? So, you know, it's it's really funny because they're always acting in these reactive modes where it's like, oh, this new trend is here. We have to do this. Oh, um, you know, we need to uh, up our conversion rate or we need to bring in more leads. And so now what do we do right now? And what they don't realize, um, so often I hear from founders and owners, they're like, well, this really successful company does these things. And it's like, yes, but they also give your team the time to plan, the time to build the assets, the time to let the marketing campaign breathe, right? Like when you're going after PR, or you're going after um, even social campaigns or influencers, it could take six weeks minimum sometimes to even mm -hmm. see and build those types of campaigns. And so if you're trying to do it in a week, you're not going to see the, um, the results and it's going to be just as much work. So why not double that ROI, double that revenue um, by just giving it a little bit of time and a little bit of thought process and then going back to that why Right. So a lot of times we see that they're doing marketing activities. There's three million marketing activities you can do in the world. Right. Most of SMBs do not have the team, the resources, the money to do all of them. And often I get asked, like, which one should we be doing? And it all goes back to what is that main goal? So if you think about your mission for the next year, right? We like to look at a year at a time. If you look at what your mission is for the next year, that'll dictate what marketing activities are going to get you to their mission. And then also, what's the storyline we're telling, right? Mm -hmm. We know what storyline we need to be telling six months out based on our customers. And you said something really funny. Um, you said when an employee uh, fires a company, but when a customer fires a company, it's generally what I see. It's generally because the... Um, content being put out there, the storyline being put out there is not authentic. And so the customers feel it. When you are confused about your mission, when, you're, when your content is confused about its mission, your customers feel that. And more now than ever, people want authenticity and transparency. Well, I love you. Know, that piece is so germane to what it is that I believe we're really talking about when we look at the purpose of business. The purpose of business isn't to make money. And anybody that's been listening to me on this show for any period of time, and this is, you know, we're you know, bumping 160 episodes right now. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I say this all the time. The purpose of business is not to make money. Now, yeah, you need to have money in order to stay in business. So profit's important. But the purpose of business is to enhance the likelihood of thriving on the planet for everything on the planet. And mm -hmm. if your product or service creates the possibility of thriving, in people's minds, they're going to beat a path to your door. And the only way you can do that is if the product or service is experienced as being authentic. It's lined up with who you are as you deliver what you have. That sort of thing comes into play there. Um, so in that context, you know, how do you, in, in the campaigns that you work with, ensure that the work you're doing 
as actually uh, addressing that alignment, that authenticity issue. Because I've got a hunch you're going to get, you know, you have experience, pushback from clients that want a result yesterday. And that result is I want to lead in the door and I want a revenue on, on the ledger. And they don't pay attention to the long-term sustainability of the process. And marketing is a sustainable process. It's not a one and yeah. done thing. Marketing, unlike almost any other department in your company, needs to be, you know, the, the whoever's running your marketing department has to be in at the top, right? I can't run marketing if my clients, for my clients, if they're not transparent with me, because whether they're in a year going to try to uh, sell to another company and, and get an exit, or they're trying to make this their 20-year retirement, um, then they're going to pass it down to their kids, changes the way that I you know, strategize their marketing, right? Yeah. It, it, their goals are so important. And I think very often we don't look at KPIs, key performance indicators. We don't put numbers on things. And very often marketers in general don't talk in terms that founders care about, right? So how do you translate between a marketer and a founder and say, okay, these activities we're doing actually are bringing the results that a founder wants, right? Or an owner wants. And so all of those pieces need to be thought of. Um, so I, I really truly think that strategy is the, piece, is the piece that's missing for SMBs, right? So often they can't afford a CMO level person or an executive level person in, and not all marketers are created equal, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. You're gonna have people who are really great at one marketing activity. Maybe they are an expert at social media, right? Or an expert at UI UX and, and web, you're going to have marketers who are really great at thinking through campaigns and strategizing. And then you're going to have marketers who are really great at executing. And unfortunately, because of the world we live in and the budgets that are not there, especially in SMB and startup, um, they want marketers to do everything. And so what we really need to look, step back and look at is what's the strategy? Why are we even doing this marketing activity? What's the KPI? Um, marketers shy away from KPIs because uh, it could prove, or not even it can prove, but a lot of them don't know how to talk about KPIs mm -hmm. in a way that a, an owner wants. And so a lot of times the there's a translation issue, right? It's like speaking two different languages. And because of that, they feel like they're never getting um, a full cycle with a, an owner, right? So they, they're never really getting footing. Um, owners don't understand why it takes six months to see marketing, you know, make a difference. And one thing you said is that business is not to be making money, right? Like that's not the goal of business. Marketing, when you think about it, marketing is not to actually do sales, right? Marketing right. is to bring people's attention to your product, bring people's attention to your website, and then other parts are to make sales, right? So one of the things that we do with our clients is that we take the step back. We say, what is the goal in the next year, three years, five years, right? Now we start saying, okay, now that we have that goal, now let's figure out with the mission, with the goal, what activities actually play a line into that. And each of those activities have their own success metric. One thing that my employees and clients are sick of me asking is what does success look like, right? What's the story we're telling and what does success look like? Yep. We could be going over a website page and I'm going to ask, what story are we telling? Um, and it sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, everything we do has to tell the story back to the why. That's going to get you 
people who are related to the problem, right? That's going to get your customers who say, I am that person having that issue. This product's for me. And then also, how do we measure success? Because some marketing activities, the success is just people knowing about it, right? And some of it is, you know, bringing open, let's say sales is your success metric, right? Revenue. Um, but I know that my sales team uh, closes 97% of all people they talk to, then actually my success metric is going to be open opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. It's not going to yeah. be revenue. Right. And because marketing's not revenue, right? So, right. Um, you know, there's just a lot to this piece. Now, so I, I love the way that you position that because one of the things that I've experienced, and we're going we're gonna to take a brief break here in just a minute, but I want to tease something up here. One of the things that I've experienced with a lot of the uh, uh, small business owners that I've worked with from a leadership perspective um, is the complexity that they believe is inherent in the marketing process. And, mm -hmm. and not just from a budgetary standpoint, yeah, I can't afford blah, blah, blah. Um, you've got a, 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 a just, I think for me, it is an absolutely fascinating approach to addressing that question that entrepreneurs, business, small business owners, small and medium sized business owners have in their mind about number one, where do I start? Number two, I don't have the capital to, uh, to actually dedicate to that um, for on a full time basis. So when we come back, I want you to just kind of you know, lift the covers up a little bit and, and, and talk to us about how you decided and, and actually how you came up with the idea to offer what you offer in a very compelling way. This is it really is an easy yes, regardless of where I am in my growth cycle as, a, as an entrepreneur. So we're going to take a real quick break. We'll be right back. We're talking to Nicole Zeno, founder and CEO of Crazy Cow. Uh, or I'm sorry, Crazy Cow, Clever Cow, <laughs> Clever Cow Media. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. The nature of life is evidenced in nature. Nature grows, and all of nature honors the desire to be more, to have more, and to do more. Life thrives when it's allowed to grow. And ideally, thriving is what we also, all of us, want to be able to do. Unfortunately, at some stage in life, most people find themselves settling into what I can only call a rut. And a rut is nothing more than a coffin with the ends kicked out. You want to quickly get out of any rut that you find yourself in. When you stop growing, that's when the coffin starts to appear. You know, the simple truth is this, and this is true for everything in nature. You're going to die. I'm going to die. Every one of us dies. So the question we need to come to grips with is not, are we going to die? The question nature asks us to answer is, are we truly living? That's what motivation is about. It's the desire to move. It's the desire to grow and to excel. Have I lived? How have I lived? I'd love for you to take advantage of my Leadership Mindset Masterclass. It's all about providing you with the tools to ensure thriving for yourself and for those around you. Register today to receive the free introduction video and find out more about this acclaimed program. You'll also receive a copy of my international number one bestseller, Compassionate Capitalism, A Journey to the Soul of Business. I'm Blaine Bartlett, and I look forward to helping you thrive. 
Welcome back, folks. Um, hope you enjoyed that little commercial vignette. Um, I want to just emphasize um, that masterclass. Uh, take advantage of it. It is a, it's an easy yes, it's a, uh, and it's a powerful program. So um, I know the, you know the commercial talked a little bit about that and whatnot, but follow up on it. I think you're going to be uh, singularly impressed with what we put together there. Now, Nicole, before we took a break, uh, I teased a little bit about um, – how you approach the question of I can't afford marketing. What does marketing do? I can't bring anybody in house. Yeah. I mean, all of those sorts of questions that typically uh, start to get generated as I'm starting a business and I start growing my business and I'm concerned about marketing. I'm considering marketing. Where do I start? What have you got on the table here that says, you know, basically is an easy yes, regardless of where my business is at this point in time. Yeah, and I'm going to just take a quick step back into what, how I got to this point, right? Because, yeah. you know, like I said, I have an extensive background. I've been in SMB. I also was working in uh, Fortune 100 and 500 marketing. So I saw how big companies were doing it. And I decided to uh, build an agency with the one idea that I was going to help SMB and startup companies, right? And all of a sudden, I saw a trend in the market where all these people who wanted to help SMB and, and, and startup companies build an agency. They start getting people under, um, you know, working for them because obviously there's a million marketing activities and we want experts working on each of them. And then they realize that SMBs don't have a budget, right? Most times they don't have a <laughs> oh, lot that. of budget. Um, they but they need a lot of handholding and they become that client that is like your dread of a client because you want to help them, but you don't have the time and you're not getting the budget and like all these pieces. Right. And so what happens with agencies is they grow into a spot where now their clientele is much bigger than SMB now or at the higher end of SMB. And you know, business owners are frustrated and rightfully so, because now they're being they have to take on marketing, which that most of them are not experts in. So they're driving a ship they don't know how to drive. And they're just trying to go online and see all this information. Now they have to digest it, become experts and try to figure it out. Right. And so what I I fell into the trap of building an agency, started doing fractional CMO and executional and realized that we were not helping SMBs. And that's my passion. SMBs, startups, all those founders and owners who feel like, what do I do next? Right? Because I was that founder and I was that owner. And so we really took it upon ourselves, me and my team to say, okay, how can we fix this, this gap in the market? Right? SMBs need it more than anyone. How do we fix that gap without burning ourselves out? Because that's essentially what was happening. We were burning ourselves out and we can't help anyone if we're burnt out. So right. what we essentially came up, yeah, what we came up with is this three-tiered approach, right? Which is there's basically three types of businesses in the SMB world, which is the businesses that are really zero to you know, $100,000, right? They are the ones who have very little staff, very little resources, don't have a budget, but need a good amount of help to figure out what they do, right? So in that space, how do we build, uh, or sorry, so let me back up. So we have them. They are what we call our DIYers. Then we have our, what we call our do it for meers, which are our second level, which are people who have a little bit more budget, not enough to hire a CMO or an agency by any means, but they need a little more help right? They need a marketer to hold their hand in very specific activities. 
And then you have our highest level, which is our people who have the biggest budget, still not enough to hire a CMO level person, need the strategy, need the guidance and the mentorship. They're looking to get to that next level, but they're not seeing the results, right? So we have those three. And then if you think about this like a matrix, we then thought of the pillars that SMBs had the most issues with, right? Mm -hmm. So we think through strategy, social media, uh, email, tech, all of these pillars that they have issues with. And then we build products for each of those people, just like a matrix. So each product builds upon itself. So we're building trust with these SMBs. We're showing them, you know, a lot of owners feel like they have tried marketing and they've been burned. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're building that trust. We're showing them how a little bit of marketing can make a difference and then moving, graduating them to the next level. So it may look like um, for our strategy stuff, which I think is the most important part that SMBs are missing is strategy. It's yep. that that marketing plan, that growth plan, right? Um, our DIY, well, we have a free level, which is our master class that we're we're putting on. Um, we have our DIY level, which is a workbook that walks you through our process for building out a strategy. Our next level up is um are where we actually can audit your strategy and give you recommendations. And our last one is a mastermind where we help you do a strategy session with us. We build out the entire strategy. And then throughout the year, we are meeting with you, looking at the data, seeing where it needs to be pivot, pivoted and holding your hand through the whole process. Now, we're not doing the execution on that piece, right. but we're helping you train people who can. And so instead of spending $250,000 on a CMO, um, and then needing execution, you can spend ten or twenty thousand dollars a year for the strategy piece. Then you hire someone who's maybe an executional, maybe entry level, or very specific at a much lower cost, fifty thousand dollars a year, let's say. And you're still getting that guidance um, to know that the activities you're spending your time on are actually going to bring ROI. So every day you wake up, you know what you have to do in order to hit the goal. And this is the main goal. This is not just the, some small goal for, for December. This is the main goal for the whole year. Right. So, and that's the distinction between being a reactive versus mm -hmm. a proactive marketing or marketer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So often it's this, you know, there's a trend. We need to jump on it. There's, oh, we need money now. We need to sell products. Oh, we're not hitting our goals. Yeah. And so we do reactive marketing. But if you're thinking through the whole year, right, every every company has a sales cycle, right? You have uh, months where you're not going to do a lot of sales because it's a downturn. And if you're reactive, you're freaking out, right? I need sales. I need sales. Yep. If you're proactive, you know that that money is either going to come before or after because you've built that. And then you take that time to build the next phase that you know is going to be better, right? So the proactive makes life it gives you that freedom back and it brings you back to the why and the mission that you started in the first place. We all have that spark. What yep. is this? Like, why are we missing the spark? And marketing should be enhancing the spark. I love how this has gone full circle from we started with, yeah, we, we got into business because freedom was the allure and um, that we've come back full circle to that. Yeah. The, yeah, you've got a couple of things here that I want to be sure that our audience uh, is able to take advantage of. One is a newsletter. You've got a couple of different things that are you know, in the wings getting ready to launch. So how do people you know, get information about that? And I'm assuming it's through the newsletter. So, you know, 
where would I go to you know, get some information about that? Yeah, we have a social media, obviously. Um, yep. So Instagram is going to be our most active social media. That's where we kind of live on. Um, if you go to clevercowmedia.com, you can see um, some of our products, including ones that will be have wait lists up. Um, so you can join wait lists. And then, of course, joining our email list, which you can get to from our website. Um, joining our email list is going to be your number one spot. You're going to get tips. You're going to get tricks. But you're also going to get all the announcements and any discounts um, before anyone else does. Um, the email list, I promise you, will always get that first. So that's where we're really funneling everyone through. And like you said, we're going to be launching both um, in December of this year, as well as a huge launch in January. We're going to be launching a whole new line of products directly aimed at SMB and startups, uh, making your life easier, giving you the freedom. Um, you know, if you are a stressed out SMB uh, owner and you are looking for growth but can't figure out the key, that's what we're here for because I've been there and I want to make your life easier. I love that. Now, before we go, I made this comment right at the beginning here. Uh, the name of the company, Clever Cow Media. There's a story. Can you give us the net of that real quick? Because I'm curious. Sure. Um, our, so it's not as big of a story as everyone thinks. Everyone asks me if I'm from Wisconsin. I'm not. I'm from New York, in case you haven't heard that. Um, but uh, we were trying to figure out a name for the company. It was like a 2 a.m. thing. My dog, she always grazes in the grass, and we call her the little cow. And so it was during the time in business where you named some, like you had two words and you just put mm -hmm. them together, like purple lemur, right? Um, and so we, I, 2 a.m., I say, clever cow, we make you more moolah. And everyone just died. And it was like, oh, that's it. Like we can't, and we have a cute little cow. Let's see if I can grab your card. We have a cute little cow logo. Oh, there that's you go. great. We make more moolah. <laughs> we make you more moolah. And um, to this day, everyone absolutely loves it. And so that will stick around forever. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Folks, we've been, uh, this is delightful. I, I could talk to you forever, quite frankly, here. Uh, Nicole Zeno, CEO and founder of Clever Cow Media, clevercowmedia.com. Um, mm -hmm. check it out. There's, I mean, I love what you're up to. I love what the agency is doing. And if you are a small, medium-sized business owner, this is a must for you to pay attention to. Mark, you, you can't ignore marketing. You absolutely cannot ignore it. And it doesn't have to be rocket science. So you know, folks, uh, check this out. Clever Cow Media. This is Blaine Bartlett. You've been uh, listening to The Soul of Business with Blaine Bartlett. Check out my website, blainebartlett.com. There's a whole bunch of resources up there. And um, take advantage, like I said, of the master class that I just uh, had a little brief commercial on. Uh, I'd love to talk to you about that. So if you've got questions, feel free to reach out to me. The contact information is on my website. And we'll see you on the next episode. Remember, in your life, be a center of distribution, not a center of accumulation. You'll find that life works a whole lot better when you're coming from that mindset. Take care. Hi, I'd like to uh, ask you to do something for me, if you wouldn't mind. If you like this episode, I'd like you to uh, not only subscribe uh, on your favorite site, but I'd also like you to uh, 
give a rating. Uh, ideally, a, a five-star rating would be you know greatly appreciated. But I think more importantly also would be just uh, some uh, comments. Uh, that helps with the algorithm and it helps build the, uh, the audience with this. And more than anything else, if you could um, invite somebody else to listen, just share this episode with a friend, with a colleague, and uh, I'd like to see how we can grow the soul of business. I think it makes a difference. Thanks. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.